Hello, and welcome to An Unknown Adventure, podcast number 34. I am your host, Kimberly Ann. This week's interview is with the youngest entrepreneur that I have ever met, 20-year-old Rebecca Mabbitt from the UK. Rebecca designed and launched a really cool app that helps you try on clothes before you buy them. We discuss her process as well as the sustainability of clothing, another topic Rebecca is passionate about. My personal update is not super positive, so I'll keep it as short as possible. Starting with the wins, I get my van tomorrow or July 26th, depending on when you're listening to this episode. I also sold my car for as much as I bought it for almost as much as I bought it for, brand spanking new three years ago, which is amazing, and I will be able to pay off my van loan. I even said aloud the other day, wow, it looks like things are finally turning around for me and going well. And then I turned on my car stereo to find out that it no longer works. So yes, staying positive has been challenging to say the least. I am doing everything alone, packing, planning, and moving all of it. And yes, it is getting to me. But on to happier things now, like this interview, which I hope you will enjoy. Hi, we're here today with Rebecca Mabbitt, a 20-year-old entrepreneur from Southampton, England. And I just have to say that you are the youngest entrepreneur that I have ever met. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about how you became an entrepreneur? You were talking to me a little bit about it being your dream and you never thought you'd achieve a dream at such a young age. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So when I was ever since I was a young kid, I've always wanted to become my own boss, have my own business. And I never imagined when and I never imagined what in it was just one of those dreams I've always had and always said but it wasn't until I finished college at the age of 19 and I went away on holiday and I came up with this idea and I just thought do you know what this is too good to give up and let someone else do because I knew that if I didn't act on it someone else would have so I just thought I've got to go with this and it wasn't until it twigged after I'd taken the idea and started to develop the idea that actually hang on I'm achieving what I've wanted to achieve when I was younger but so early on it never actually twigged when I first had the idea I was like wow how have I got to this point so early on Mm -hmm. that's how it's like you know it all came about really and so what is the idea so my idea (laughs) see I (laughs) that's a very good question (laughs) I have a mobile app called Our Reflections, which is a virtual clothes fitting room. It allows you to be the models. You can try on clothes from online and you can try on clothes through our preloaded section within the app. Basically, you can see what the item of clothing looks like on yourself before you actually buy. Just because obviously physical fitting is just so popular in stores, but obviously online you can never try anything on. So Mm -hmm. I found the gap in the market and I thought, you know what, I take it. And the whole reason or the whole idea came about when I was on holiday, I ordered loads of clothes to take away on holiday with me. And I got on holiday, tried them on and half of them didn't fit. They didn't look right. I've got quite a pale skin tones and most of them like completely just washed me out. So I just thought, you know what, like none of these clothes suit me, fit me or whatever. So I thought, if there was an app or a website where actually I could try on these clothes before obviously buying them, 
I wouldn't have to return these clothes. That was my whole idea. And once I had the idea, I just thought, do you know what? This is my thing. I'm going to develop an app. And a year on, I launched the app. That is amazing. And that is a niche. And I have thought about that because you know how they have even on Amazon where you can, before you buy a rug, you can put it in your room in your house. Yeah, 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 I did see that. And I don't know if you have spec savers where uh, over in the US, but us, we have a glasses company and you can try on glasses before you actually buy them. And same with like makeup and things like that. So other industries are using it. But the fashion industry isn't at the moment. And they should. I write in a bunch of different genres. I write novels. And in my recent, the one I'm writing now, it's a sci-fi dystopian. And yes. she, she stands in front of a mirror and they have put on the clothes like it's a special. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they, so you, you can see what the clothes look like without actually trying them on, just standing in front yeah. of Yeah. Yeah. It's such a great thing. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So how's the app going? Yeah, no, the app's going really well. So it's been live about seven months now, which isn't long, but I don't know, it feels really good. But I think when the app actually launched, I was, because obviously it took a year to build. So I was like, it never really hit in that actually I've got an app and I own it that's on the Apple App Store. So when obviously like it launched, I was like, wow, I own that. That's when the reality hit. Mm-hmm. Um. Our Reflections was featured on the BBC News within a month of launching, which I was so happy about because obviously it's a global news channel. Everybody listens to it around the world. You can pick it up. Mm-hmm. So that was really crucial to me. And I was, I was really proud of that. And also it was rated within the top five fashion styling apps of 2020. Wow. So that again was a massive achievement for only being active for four months. Right. So no, it is going really well. And how accurate is it? What do you mean? Sorry. Like your skin tone, like you said, have you tried it out? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, yes, they're perfect. Yeah, definitely. So we have two options in the app where you can either upload a face photo or a full body photo. And with obviously the face photo, your face is put onto a body, which then you can personalize. You can change your skin color. We've got skin skin colors to suit everyone because I wanted the app to be used by everyone I wanted everyone to be able to use it and feel comfortable using it and then also you can change different parts of the body size to match yours again to increase the personalization when you're using it because it's pointless having an app that you try and close that the person or the body doesn't look anything like yours because that defeats the whole object so I wanted it to be as personal as it could be and but but you've used it and yeah and not had to send clothes back yeah definitely like I've been using it sorry I've been using it everyone else has been using it and they've overall we've had a really big positive feedback about how people have tried on the clothes and they've come they've tried on sorry via the app and then they've ordered them and they've come and they've not needed to return the clothes so it's a massive plus Mm -hmm. obviously because the customers and the users are actually finding the app useful and helping and also reduces the returns and helps the environment. I was thinking that too. And I was thinking like clothing companies, would they want to get involved somehow because they're benefiting? Yeah, exactly. So we have collaborated with six clothing brands so far, which I offer them to upload their clothes onto my app. And I put them within a preloaded clothing section. So I think we've got over a thousand clothes downloaded onto the app now. Um, 
of six clothing companies, which is fantastic because also it helps the clothing company. Small businesses, they can't afford to returns because returns don't just impact, you know, the profits, but they also impact the health of the, the owners, obviously the monetary value and also landfill. There's so many returns and some of these returns can't be processed in time. Mm-hmm. So they end up in landfill. Brands are finding it really handy. Mm-hmm. And cu- their customers obviously love trying on before they buy. That's the one thing that I actually, I hate shopping because I don't like trying on clothes. Yeah. It, it's exhausting. Especially when you go into stores and you try on clothes, you've got to get undressed. And it is so effort. And when you're shopping, you're hot, you're you're sweaty. That's the last thing you want to be doing. And especially then you've got cues for the fitting rooms and things like that. And then you have to put your clothes back on to go look for something else. And then you have to take yeah. your clothes back off. Yeah, it's all very time consuming as well. Yeah, I, I usually shop in consignment stores and I try on clothes standing in like the public space over my clothes that I'm yeah. already wearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is a lot of people do because you don't want to have to be going to get undressed and queue for fitting rooms and things like that. So my app's just easier for people because you don't have to get changed. It takes two minutes to upload your photo and 10 seconds to get the clothes into the app so you can try on the clothes. Yeah, that sounds much better. And then especially the other reason that I hate ordering clothes or the reason is sending them back. That's yeah, that's it. That's well, exactly. You know, the f- when you shop online, you don't see the item of clothing physically. You see it online on a model and you think, oh, I really like that item of clothing. But is it because you like the, uh, that item of clothing or is it because it looks nice on the model and you think you'll look nice in it? Right. Whereas chances are you'll look completely different to what the model looks like because everybody is different. Yeah, that's cool. That's exciting. So thank you. Are you like building it up, adding stuff? Yeah, definitely. So we're in the process of trying to create an Android version. And then we'll also be looking to create like a website version, which retailers can then have on their websites, just because larger retailers, I think, would prefer having it on their websites. Um, And obviously, short term, I hope to partner with more clothing brands on the app, get more clothes preloaded onto the app, and obviously more downloads. Right. And what's the process of making an app? Well, it's very, (laughs) it's very difficult. And I must admit, when I first had my idea, I never knew what it entailed. So at the start, we made it like a prototype. I designed the app. I designed all the color schemes, the logos and things like that. And then I took it to an innovation company in the UK. And they obviously coded and put together the prototype. And then once I was happy with the prototype, I helped code the app with the innovation company. So yeah, the innovation company did do all the coding, but I obviously designed the app how I wanted and all the features and things like that. Because obviously I am quite young, so I didn't know anything about coding. So it was a journey. Like I learned so much and I think I developed so much as a person from this whole experience so far. Yeah. Definitely. And what did you go to school for? So I went to college for business, accounting and textiles. I studied for two years doing those three subjects. So obviously accounting and business has actually really helped so far. And in business, we didn't learn specifically about how to run your own business, but I could take some of my knowledge from my business course and use it. And the rest 
I've just picked up along the way. I'm obviously quite young. I don't have many contacts. So it's just trying to build every day, just chipping away, trying to build all my knowledge up. And you must have had an interest in fashion. Yeah, definitely. Like I studied textiles in school um, for five years and then I did fashion for two years. I love clothes. I am one for shopping. I do love fashion. And in the future, I do hope to own my own clothing brand Mm. and build it from the bottom up so and that was another question about your future what like what you plan but I'm also if you can see behind this is only half of my closet yeah yeah I am clothing obsessed I have three times what you can see in in here love that (laughs) (laughs) but I'm moving into a van I am not going to get rid of all my clothes I'm going to put some of them in storage and Yeah. And then I I keep looking at minimalists and minimalism because I'm moving toward that. And it's so interesting Mm -hmm. because minimalists, like the philosophy is that you only wear the one color or you wear light colors, earth tones, and you wear like Bill Gates wears the same suit every every day. So you don't have to think about it. And I'm like, that's boring. I don't want to do that. I'm going to be a minimalist. That's a fashion (laughs) person. No, definitely. And I think And I don't think you should limit your wardrobe. I just think you should be more aware of how you dispose of your clothing. If you're looking to get rid of clothing, maybe take them to a charity shop, give them to friends, family members, or even swap clothing. It's stuff like that that can all help the environment as well. Yes. No, that's super important. I take all my clothes to a consignment store or I give them to my best Mm -hmm. friend. (laughs) I give mine to charity. We've got loads of amazing charities in the UK. And then obviously I swap clothes with my friends, Mm -hmm. which is perfect because obviously if they've worn something, I've worn something, switch it around and then you can pass on to another friend. And it's so much better that way rather than you both buying the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so much better. And I always like, like I see my friend and I'm like, oh, that's my old top and skirt and leggings. And they all look a thousand times better on you than they ever looked at me. (laughs) Like the way she puts her stuff together. It's like, it's all my clothes. Not all the time, sometimes. And and (laughs) it's like in an outfit in a way that I would never have thought of. Yeah. And just so cute on her. And then I found if something's just destroyed and I can't give it away or sell it or give it to a friend, I rip it up and make it into rags. Yeah, so do I. (laughs) And I use mine to clean my car or I can polish the windows. Or even, do do you know, I I actually even use them as face cloths because obviously they've been washed, especially like fluffy socks, for example. They're clean. They've been washed. They're brilliant and soft on your face. Yeah, that's what I do with mine. That's smart. I'm going to try that. I was using one today to clean the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I use them to clean mirrors, anything really. Yep. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And they said, I was reading somewhere recently that the second most common thing that's thrown away are are clothes. Yeah, exactly. Like it's such a big thing and there's so much clothes in landfill and some of these clothes and I don't think anyone actually realizes the extent of landfill and how it affects the environment like Mm -hmm. some of these clothes take over 200 years to decompose wow you know I didn't know that and you look at that in perspective like I think we've got something like 57 landfill sites in the UK 
and they reckon that clothing is like the second biggest item in landfill if we've got 57 in the UK and we are a small country yeah we have a lot imagine (laughs) yeah imagine like the world we're a tiny company imagine like the whole world it's just crazy yeah that's awful wow yeah I never knew before I started like my journey and creating my app I never knew the extent of, I th- don't think you look behind the whole fashion you're just buying clothes that you like you don't actually see the after effects it has on the environment the effects mm-hmm. returns have on retailers and everything like that as well that comes with it mm-hmm. no that's true and I think a lot of people don't look into what fiber like what the clothing's made of because if it's yeah. made of cotton it's gonna biodegrade it's gonna but if it's mm-hmm. got plastic in it it's gonna take 200 years you know yeah I know it's crazy and it's just I don't think people understand how much we impact the environment and even if we made small little changes in our life by not putting our clothes into landfill like I said earlier charity shop them or swap them with friends we could if we all did that we would make a massive change in itself I'm not saying don't return things but just reduce what you return stop putting clothes in landfill you can reuse them recycle them upcycle them Mm -hmm. and you can make them into so many different things Mm -hmm. yeah I have here I'll show you (laughs) I have this shirt and they're and this company makes everything from old saris oh nice and that's really nice right and it's like the most gorgeous colors but I never wear it so I'm going to make it into a curtain for my van nice that would be really nice yeah or or a a pillow but I'm thinking more I'm thinking a curtain yeah I think a curtain would look nice in that material and that's the thing like it's so good that you're using that and you're making it into something else rather than just chucking it away I wouldn't chuck that away no it's it's too good it's too beautiful it is too good things and people are throwing away brand new clothes with tags in. It's like, true. How can you do that? Like, how can you afford to do that as well? Yeah, I don't know. My county is really rich. And one day I was in a, a different town. I used to live in a town called Sausalito, which is pretty well known, but it's okay. right over the Golden Gate Bridge. And oh, I went, nice. yeah, and it's gorgeous. And one day I walked out of my house and there was a clothing rack on the curb with all like I don't know two dozen beautiful coats and a sign free wow yeah and they were all my they just all happened to be my size they're not just throwing them out they're willing for people to take them and it's a bargain for yourself obviously oh yeah that's not often you see that (laughs) no I've never seen that since but I took a lot of (laughs) I took five maybe six coats and I ended up I mean I don't have them now it was like 10 years ago but I ended up giving Mm -hmm. them away to other people yeah Yeah. that's nice though you didn't just bend them you made use of them in other ways oh yeah yeah I have this dress a really good friend of mine gave me this gorgeous dress stunning stunning yeah and it had just come back from the dry cleaner and she gave it to me and she said it doesn't look good on me I want you to wear it and it didn't really look good on me either but I couldn't give it Mm -hmm. away because she had given it and then the other day I'm an acupuncturist and I was with a patient the other day and I was looking and it was funny I had the dress in the car hanging up because I was gonna give it away finally this is 15 years later and I was and she's talking about how much she loves fashion and all of a sudden I said I have a dress in the car that will look perfect on you and I brought her the dress and she's I need to pay you for this and I'm like oh (laughs) I got it for free 
it's now going yeah. to you. And, but and that's so nice. Yeah. She was like over the moon. She was so excited. Yeah. And that small kind gesture not only made that your customer really happy, but it also gave away an item of clothing to be loved again. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And it really is a gorgeous dress. Like yeah. This shit looked good on me. It was so beautiful. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So it's great that somebody will wear it and and honor it because I think there's an energy in clothing. Yeah, definitely. And then do you, did you, because I just learned this, but did you hear about there are like some things in clothing that are detrimental and like chemicals or whatever that go into our skin? I have this one outfit and I looked on the label and it said lead. It said, beware, this has lead. I'm like, how does a piece of clothing have lead? It's crazy, isn't it? I didn't realize either until I started researching for obviously my app. I researched how items of clothing that are like tight fitting, for example, can actually be absorbed. These chemicals mm-hmm. can be absorbed into your skin and get into your bloodstream. That is it's so extreme that you would never think of it if you were just in the shop picking up an item of clothing. You don't look what's made, but also it's the microfibers as well. Every time you wash an item of clothing, microfibers obviously come off it and then when obviously your water from your washing machine then goes to a waste management plant and it goes through because these microfibers are so small they then go into rivers the sea oceans and things like that animals swallow them but also they can get back into the food chain as well like and I don't think people realize that and then obviously you've got the chemicals of these clothes going into landfill which is then soaking into our soils and groundwater and it polluting our atmosphere like it's crazy how these chemicals in these clothing can affect and affect us in so many different ways yeah I know I didn't realize like there was a woman was saying that she just met somebody on clubhouse that's making like a plant like plant-based clothing and I would assume it's like bamboo or I didn't meet the woman myself but it sounded really intriguing so yeah so that there aren't chemicals that go into your bloodstream yeah that's so good though because I think like a lot of people after coronavirus as well I think a lot of people will actually be looking into this because it's one virus affected us like we don't want to be putting our bodies through anything else. We're going to be more cautious. Yeah. And I wonder maybe if you're in your app, like if you can, I don't know, add, I guess it would have to be clothing lines, but if you had enough that it could be like conscientious or all cotton or all plant-based or just different types. Yeah, definitely. Narrowing it down and it would be more than one brand. But let's say I'm looking for whatever, silk only, then I would see all of those options. Yeah, definitely. So when you're actually searching throughout the preloaded clothing of the app, we do have, obviously, you can search for single word, things like you've just said. And obviously, when we grow our brand, this even more, we'll be able to put more of the environmental facts from each brand. And we're also then going to look into bad ideas about and with each clothing brand writing a little short like bio or a little short intro text saying what the brand's about but mm. also for my app I do partner with sustainable clothing brands because oh, my app is to help the sustain and the fashion industry and help and positively impact the environment so I only look to you know partner and collaborate with sustainable fashion brands oh good yeah that's great because it's you know we need to support our environment environment and we need to help yeah yeah we really do 
Yeah. And then so can people upload other clothing from other designers yeah so what happens is any clothing items that you save onto your phone but uh, with a white background you can upload them into the app and try them on that way so our reflections obviously has no control what images up you upload into the app or where they come from or anything like that because that's your own private account obviously I don't get to see any of that you can upload any item of clothing you want into the app which makes it a bit easier because you're not limited to just tops and trousers and things like that. Unlimited items of clothing you can add in. So there's lots of options there. Hmm. It just reminds me of my Bitmoji. I was changing my mm-hmm. outfit on my Bitmoji the other day, which is really fun to do. But, yeah, I love yeah. doing <laughs> This sounds so cool. How fun. Oh, and how- thank you. Yeah, no, it's a great idea. It's a really good idea. And I'm glad that you didn't just, a lot of people come up with ideas and then don't, take them to the next level yeah definitely and I think if I hadn't have taken my idea when I did I think somebody else it was only a matter of time from when someone else was gonna do it and then I'd just be sat there and thinking I regret that and I don't want to have to regret anything so I'd rather take the risk than not take the risk at all yes definitely and what was that moment that exact moment where you were like I'm gonna do this how did that come about so I was speaking to my dad all about it and he said go for it and I thought to myself now like my opportunity this is obviously I look back at what I always used to think as a child I believe everything happens for a reason when I left college I didn't know what I wanted to do I didn't know where I was going in life I was going to take a year out and I was going to swim teach which is my part-time job I've loved swimming since I was a kid so I was doing that and I thought do you know what this is my chance to build my own career I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life so I thought this is my one chance and my one idea that I could take and develop further into my dreams so I thought it was a no-brainer yeah yeah and it sounds like your dad was really supportive of that yeah definitely like my parents have been and my siblings have obviously been so supportive and I can't thank them enough for that and how do they feel now they're, they are really proud lessons, but they've also helped me so much in creating like content for social media and things like that. Like they are so supportive and it honestly, like it means so much to have them by my side throughout all of this. Yeah. It sounds maybe without that, you would have either not done it or doubted yourself or. Yeah, knows. definitely. I think, and I am one person to doubt myself and when things don't go right, I do doubt myself a lot and I put a lot of pressure on myself. So going to and speaking to them, it makes me actually take a step back and think, no, like I've come so far already. These are only miniature things. They can't set me back. And I just get that little bit of support, which I I really like. I don't think I would have got half as near as where I am today without that support. Yeah, definitely. Or it would have taken you a lot longer. (laughs) A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And what about your friends? What do they think? So I only told about two to three friends about the app and I kept it a secret for a whole year. Wow. And most of my, I know it was crazy. Everyone but that's smart. Was so shocked. Like I didn't, because also like when I was designing the app, I didn't want the time that I was designing the app the that year, I didn't want anyone else to create a version of my app, for example. So I kept on the down low so much. There was only, I think it was, my close family, people who I live with, and then my three friends, and that was it. No extended family knew nothing. And when I was the launched in September 2020, 
everyone was so shocked. Nobody knew what I'd done. No, it just came out of the blue. Like everyone was so supportive and so happy, but everyone was so shocked at the same time. Yeah, yeah I bet. And now how it is proud of you? They are really proud. Like they just still can't get over the fact that I've designed an app and it's on the Apple App Store. I don't know for me as well. It's it, it is still quite shocking. Like sometimes you do have to sit back and think. Actually, no, I've, I've got the app on the app store. This is a massive achievement, but no, they are really supportive. supportive. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I bet they were like, what? When did you? Yeah, when did this all come about? Like, how did you not spill it to me? I couldn't hang out or couldn't talk to you on the phone for the last year. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, remember when I had those meetings and I didn't reply to you? <laughs> totally. And is it only for Apple or is it for Android too? At the moment, it's only for Apple, obviously, as the business expands and as the increased demand for, obviously, Android picks up, then I do hope to develop an Android version. That would be good. Yeah, I'm on Apple, but everybody is, you know. No, exactly. And I think the whole reason why I designed it for Apple is because it's pointless me having an Android version if I'm on Apple, you know. And also... I did lot, obviously lots of research and Apple was more popular for the target audience of my app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it makes sense. So what were your biggest challenges and setbacks? My biggest challenge was I'm still quite young. I don't have the knowledge of different contacts. All the contacts I've made I've, so far, I've got myself. I've had to research myself. I didn't have any clothing connections in the fashion industry, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's, it's hard because if I'd been in a career in fashion, I would have been able to like build up contacts, yeah. email lists and things like that. So far, I've created all of that, which I didn't think it would be as hard as it was when I first went into it. And that's one thing that I never thought of. I never thought how hard it would be. But then again, if it was easy, I think it would be harder to maintain my attention. I mm-hmm. want to be able to challenge that was obviously a setback um, and challenge. But yeah, so those were like the main things that really, if it's a challenge, it's worth it. Yes. And I, I often say, because I jump into things in life too. Yeah. And I always say, if I'd known how hard it was going to be, I would never have done it. So yeah. it's good. Yeah, exactly. I- <laughs> yeah, no, and I think before, like I, throughout growing up in school, if I didn't like something, so like sports, if I didn't like something so early on, I'd give it up. And my attention span was shocking. But with my app, there's only been a small handful of things that I've actually stuck at throughout my life. Mm-hmm. And my app is one of them because I want to make it work and I want to be, it to become successful and I want it to be my full-time career. So I know that every day, whether it's a good day or a bad day, will be worth it in the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And what are you, so how are you marketing, like you know, um, getting the word out there and stuff? Mainly via social media, just mm. because obviously everyone's on social media and increasing your following. Obviously, you get so many more followers, so many more people see your posts, your stories via um, hashtags and things like that. It's just mainly because you can reach so many more people. Mm-hmm. I've also found like Facebook groups help as well you know, fashion Facebook groups, because you again, you get to meet so many new people, business owners, customers, and things like that. So you also buy podcasts and blogs. 
And then what about advertising in fashion magazines or something like that? So my business is registered on a few fashion magazines. It's like a phone book for fashion industry businesses almost. My business is listed on a few of them. And we've had a coverage from obviously BBC News um, rated the top, within the top five fashion styling apps of 2020. So mm. that again has massively grown the following. But actually I've not paid for advertising so far. So I've tried to build it organically. I know at a time obviously that will soon come to a stop. But so far... I've grown it organically. That's good. That's better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I always got told, like, you'll never grow out organically. But actually, so far, I've done it. Yeah. And it, it is possible. It is. It's a lot of work, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 100%. It's a lot of work. But I like that challenge. I want to say that I've put in this effort and look back and think that's my effort that I've put into it. Right. Yeah. No. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's just easier to throw money at something and throw money at it instead of spending like 40 hours doing it, you know? Yeah. A lot. No, definitely. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Do you think putting this out in COVID was, it sounds like it was a good thing? Yeah, exactly. But also I had the idea and I first created the first six months of designing the prototype. Corona wasn't it? none of this whole pandemic had started so it's almost like I had the idea as a pre-warning COVID was going to happen and obviously went into lockdown I don't know how it was in the US but we completely shut down as a country in the UK shops were shut and still to this day shops are shut at the moment but still to this day closed fitting rooms haven't reopened in our shops Wow. So you can't try on. We've gone a year without trying clothes on. And then my app launched. So I think, again, it's benefited so many more people because they can use my app to try on clothes before buying them either in store and online. Oh, yeah. No, I think it was perfect timing. No, here, each state got to decide what they did. It was a mess. And some states closed down, some didn't. But we're open. The fitting rooms are open here, so... It just oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 It depends on the state. So if you could tell your 12 year old self a piece of advice today, what would it be? My 12 year old self advice would be just go with it. And whatever life throws at you, always try new things. You never say, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Do it today. And you either love it or you hate it. And I think opportunities you are given I think take every opportunity you can because you never know where it could lead you perfect I love that that's good advice and can you tell people where they can find you yeah sure so all my social um, business social media pages are at our reflections ltd the same for every single social media channel just to keep it nice and easy and then obviously my website is um www.rreflections.co.uk Okay. And I'll link to all that. And then why, uh, how did you come up with the name? I came up with the name reflection is when you look at the app, you're almost looking at yourself like a reflection. So that was obviously the perfect fit. And then I put the other R in front of it because my name's Rebecca. So I just wanted to add a tiny bit of personalization into it. Cute. I like that. And then it's also like A-R-E or or O-U-R or, Yeah, exactly. I think it relates to so many different things as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank (laughs) you, Rebecca. I really appreciated it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Sweet dreams. Nice to meet you. You too. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you received value from this podcast, I would be crazy happy if you could leave five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts. That does help the podcast get seen by more people. Or you could share it with others who you think may benefit from listening to it. Please check out my YouTube channel if you wanna. My goal there is to show the real, messy, and unglamorous parts of my house-to-van transition. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and have a fantastic day.